Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass. Today our program is about dealing with peer pressure. What is peer pressure? Peer pressure is the influence of the social group on an individual. If you've ever felt like someone was trying to get you to do something that you didn't want to do, you have experienced peer pressure. But peer pressure is actually just that. It's just pressure. Just because everyone else is not necessarily a reason to do the same thing. In fact, lots of people say that what they're doing, they often aren't actually doing that. A lot of times, peer pressure comes down to the fact that that individual is just bragging and trying to get others pressured into doing something that isn't necessarily the right thing to do or something that the person doesn't want to do. Claiming peer pressure is something and it's just an excuse to misbehave because it's really important to always remember to be your own person. This is a great topic for us today um, and an important topic because we have all dealt with it firsthand. Um, We're going to hear several different viewpoints from our reporters. Um, One of our reporters is our fashion forward reporter, Hannah Lee, and she will talk about the pressure to be in style. And our economics tune-up reporter will discuss making prudent decisions with money. And we'll also audition a new reporter, Alex Lee, with his new segment called Hashtag, about a new trend plaguing our favorite social networks. And right now, we have our Nature Calls reporter, 12-year-old Isaiah Rankin, who puts an interesting spin on peer pressure when he shares the weird reptilian and insect delicacies in other cultures. To eat or not to eat, that is the question. So, hi, Isaiah. Hi, how you doing? Ever been in an exotic or foreign restaurant and on the menu is exotic foods such as fish eggs or even fried tarantula? Well, it may seem gross or weird in some people's eyes, but to others, these foods are delicacies and are served with pride. Hi, my name is Isaiah Rankin, and I'm here doing another segment of Nature Calls. Today, I'll be talking about all about some of the most weirdest and craziest food you've ever heard of. Now, all over the world, there's many different kinds of recipes and traditions. These recipes may vary from culture to culture. Some recipes have been passed down from family traditions from father to son to even their kids. And other recipes or foods have been around since ancient times. People still use recipes today that were made thousands of years ago. And many of these recipes are very modern. That means they could have been made all a couple years ago. 
All these exotic foods have their own unique taste and style, but everyone has their own opinion about things. But I always encourage people to try new and different things. Speaking of trying new things, sometimes for you, sometimes for you, like when you're at a restaurant and your parents want you to try something new, and it's something extreme, like say fried tarantula. Now I know most people would shriek at this or if they even heard it, but this is a good this is a good time to try something new. Now you may not think they're good. Well, you might you might not think thank your parents now for pressuring you into something new. They could pressure you in a good way about lots of things, but in this case, it's about trying out some new foods. And like I said before, if you have the opportunity to try something new, go for it because who knows, you might actually end up enjoying it. Now, before I mention fried tarantula, like I said before, some people would prefer not to even try or even look at it. But back in Cambodia, where it originates from, the native people, they think very differently. In Cambodia, tarantula is well known as a common delicacy and is cooked in most restaurants. Many people enjoy eating it and tourists sometimes test their taste buds and dive into this food. How it basically works is the people go out and get these tarantulas, then they boil them until the hair is off, and then they proceed to fry them and uh, serve them in many different ways, including on a stick, in a bowl, and of course, on a plate. Now me personally, being the out per, be, being the outgoing person I am, I would actually love to try this. And I have huge hopes of one day going to Cambodia and trying to trying all these new foods. And that's basically what I have today. I'm just curious really quickly, have you ever researched what it would taste like to eat a tarantula? Do you know if it's like crunchy? Like I've heard, for example, that frog leg type tastes a lot like chicken skin. Do you think that would be true? Maybe tarantula tastes like, I have no idea, chips or something? Well, I've watched a couple of shows from like Animal Planet or something, and they say it's like a crunchy, gooey type of Thing. I mean, I guess it's its own flavor and texture because it's its own species. Right. That's a very interesting topic. I, I, it's hard to imagine eating fried tarantula. Um, really quickly, do they add any extra spices or ingredients to the tarantulas when they cook them? Most people are actually very traditional and they just serve it raw. And that's how most of the natives eat it. But sometimes people are scared to try it and they ask for extra taste to it because sometimes it could be a little bland or boring. Oh, that's really cool. Um, I've actually never heard of that before. <laughs> um, is this recipe like a tradition there? And if so, like how long have they been doing that? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tradition. It's uh, very, it's, it's popular. It's in the cooking style, I guess. And it's been mm -hmm. around for a long, long time, probably thousands of years ago. The, yeah. Yeah, it do you think, like a traditional food. Sorry, do you think tarantulas um, have any health benefits or do they just eat them? Why do you think they're considered a um, delicacy? Because um, actually most insects have more protein than, uh, let's say, beef or something. So that's why in Asia, most people prefer insects over beef. So I, I'm guessing people would eat these for protein, taste, flavor, all that good stuff. That makes sense. For Sometimes sure. just to try it, just for the thrill. Yeah, I'm wondering how do they get the spiders in the first place? Because tarantulas are pretty like big and scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they actually have uh, in uh, in villages and small villages. They actually have the men. They actually go out and catch these. They dig them up from their burrows, oh, and they actually geez. just bring them home. They bring them back in the hundreds. It's actually really interesting. They actually catch a lot. They spend hours out in the forest or the jungle catching these spiders. Oh, that is interesting. Um, and do tarantulas have toxins in them or any type of poison that would make it possibly dangerous? I guess I keep on thinking of tarantulas as something that you wouldn't really want to put in your mouth, but it doesn't seem like there's really any negative benefits. Mm -hmm. They're actually non-toxinous, but they do have very much fangs and uh they do remove these they like take pliers and they just pull them out very simply yeah that's the only really part about them oh yeah that's what i was thinking so i was thinking aren't they poisonous <laughs> um have you done like any other research um of chefs like in the other cultures like using any kind of spiders or arachnids in their cooking um actually no i they basically use the um only they only use the uh 
the tarantula because it's the largest and it's mm-hmm. not poisonous, so you're not going to die from it or anything. And they and they just use it because it's the largest, and you're just going to get more out of it. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Other spiders are pretty small. Now I think about it. <laughs> Do you know of any other, do you happen to know of any other, besides tarantulas, of different things that you think are really unique tried throughout the world when you're talking about pressure to eat something a little bit exotic? Oh, yeah. Like, just the other day, I went to the uh, Asian market with my friend, and um, we saw some crazy things. We saw uh, pig brain and Mm. just raw fish heads and pork blood. It's like a jello type thing. It's really weird. But I guess oh, that's so strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting, like, what other people eat in other countries that's, like, totally normal. And to us, it, like, seems gross, you know, but to them, it's perfectly normal. Um, I think, uh, do you guys agree it's, like, a big part of traveling, you know, to try new foods? Because in other places, they eat things totally different than here. Yeah, it did definitely be on my bucket list to go to uh, different countries in the world and try all their different foods. yeah. Um, and in that sense of peer pressure, that would be a good thing just to try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes peer- I think it's always good to step out of your comfort zone a little bit, but um, I'm not sure how brave I would be when eating tarantulas. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious, though, how did you find out about this whole eating tarantulas idea? Well, me being the very animal type person, I do a lot of research on a bunch of different things. So. Um, I just kind of came across it and I signed, I saw it on the radio on the, um, the signup list. And so I said, wow, I can just mix this in and be really good. That sounds so cool. All right. So I think we are unfortunately all out of time. Thanks so much, Isaiah, for all of this extremely interesting information today on how we can be culturally pressured into eating things that we may not want to eat, but might be actually a really interesting experience. I'm not sure how much of it I would be able to keep down, but it's super, uh, definitely, definitely interesting. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass, and we're going to go on a break, but we'll be right back. You are listening to Express Yourself on America Kids Radio Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Thanks for staying us with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass. Today we are talking about peer pressure. Um, a great quote is from the famous martial artist and film star Bruce Lee who said, I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations and you're not in this world to live up to mine. And I think that's definitely a really good quote to think about, especially when we're focusing this week on all about peer pressure. Politician turned union general Nathaniel Banks also had a great one relating to peer pressure when he said, we have more to fear from the opinions of our friends than from the bayonets of our enemies. And that is a perfect quote to introduce our next guest, Alex Lee, who's auditioning to be a teen reporter here on Express Yourself. Alex Lee is a 10th grader from Lafayette, California, and in his free time, he enjoys swimming, playing his guitar and trombone, and sometimes even playing the piano. He swims competitively for the LMY Dolphins, loves listening to music, as well as playing tennis, basketball, and ultimate frisbee. Today, he'll be talking about the acronym uh, YOLO on today's radio segment, which focuses on peer pressure. Welcome, Alex, to Express Yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Alex Lee, your new, your new reporter on Express Yourself Radio, and I'll be talking about social networking. I'm calling my series Hashtag. I'm a 10th grader from Auckland's High School in Lafayette, competitive swimmer, and a great musician. Today on Hashtag, it's all about the most despised hashtag of all time, yellow. So let me ask you to do a favor. I want you to close your eyes and think of the most recent time where someone did something unexpected, something completely out of your mind. Now, what caused that person to behave in such a way? Could it really just be their personality? Or could it be the new trend on social networking sites, the hashtag YOLO? Now, now, I'm sure most of you know what YOLO stands for. But just in case, I'm going to let you in on the big scoop. It stands for You Only Live Once, and has led to many adolescents and young adults performing unusual acts, and in some cases, illegal ones. Personally, I hear it every day in the hallways at school, and sometimes when I pass by other teenagers when I'm walking around the city. Additionally, it has been heard in numerous songs, including this song by Drake, the motto. Yellow's official meaning is that one should simply enjoy life, even if it includes taking small risks. Teenagers and even actors and actresses may have misinterpreted the true meaning of yellow to support their absurd actions. Even famous actor Zac Efron, who appeared in the High School Musical series, has the acronym tattooed on his body. YOLO, at times, can be taken as a joke, but to some, it's very serious. I read an article a couple days ago about a high school in Chicago in which the acronym YOLO was used in a senior prank. Not only was it stupid, but it led to one arrest, two in custody, and many banned from prom and graduation. NBC News reported that the students simply threw glittering onto other students and teachers while chanting YOLO. But how could four letters that stand for four words have such a big impact like this? Maybe it isn't because you only live once. Maybe it's because of peer pressure. Admit it, you've all been peer pressured to do something or at least people try to pressure you into doing something. You seem like you fit in if you participate in something that includes taking risks. Teenagers and adolescents could brag about it or maybe even gain popularity because of it. But are those four words really worth it doing something completely stupid to gain popularity or to be able to brag about it? Of course not. Teenagers, like myself, need to learn how to deal with this new trend and how to deal with peer pressure. We cannot fall into the group of people that use this acronym to justify their actions. We need to take a stand, be heard, be strong, and be courageous. There's a thing called the bystander effect. I learned about it in eighth grade, and I'm going to let you know all about it. The bystander effect refers to the phenomenon in which the greater number of people present, the less likely people are going to help the victim. It makes sense. As a human being, it is our natural job to protect other human beings around us. But when we see someone in need of help, but no one bothering to help him or her, we are the ones who must help. Instead of having a bunch of people around us, we want to be the one to act first. We have to learn how to bypass this bystander effect, how to take action, if no one else around is helping. In my opinion, who cares if you get made fun of? We need to be brave. Helping someone out is not going to hurt your reputation. It's only going to make it better. In addition to reading an article, I was also watching the Steve Harvey show on TV a couple days ago. 
Harvey has a little segment on his show once in a while called Harvey's Heroes. This is his time to recognize one of the most brilliant, most smartest, and most courageous people in the world. Recently, it was a 13-year-old boy named Trayvon. He was just like one of us, except he had the courage to perform two things miraculous. He saw from his naked eye his own teacher pass out in the middle of class. No one did anything. They just stood there around wondering what to do. Trayvon, being the courageous guy he is, ran to the nurse's office and got help and saved their teacher's life. A couple of days later, his friend was choking on candy after sharing a laugh, and the same thing happened. No one bothered to try and help, but Trayvon, with his exceptional life skills, performed the Heimlich maneuver and got the candy out of his best friend. So Steve Harvey, amazed by Trayvon's actions and courage, rewarded him with the recognition of being a Harvey's hero and also awarded him with a $10,000 check to pay for his college funds and other needs. He wasn't one of those people just standing around. He overcame the bystander effect and overcame the pressure by his peers to not do anything. Admittingly, I have been peer pressured to do things too. I'm sure all of you have. But looking back on all these moments, I really regret it. I really do. And I have realized, and I hope now you all have, that no matter what happens, we need to make a stand. Whether we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or anything else, we need to stop the hashtag YOLO. Um, I really liked what you're talking about, and I think it totally relates to peer pressure. Because, first of all, personally, I think YOLO is really, really silly. And it's, and it relates to peer pressure in the way that, like, you do once, so it's not worth, like, doing stupid things that maybe peer pressure would get you to do, you know? Um, so I really enjoyed everything you were talking about. And what made you choose that? Um, well, I don't really know. Like, I just felt like when it became real popular, everyone was doing just stupid things, and it kind of had a big in- impact on society. And I just feel like people should really think about what they're talking about and uh, what this hashtag and this these actions could actually to one day. Mm-hmm. Right. I've actually watched a couple YouTube videos where somebody says something like YOLO and then they jump off. I saw one that the guy jumped off a roof, one guy jumped off a cliff, and they weren't huge cliffs or roofs and they didn't die or anything, but they did get injured. And I, did, I just remember not being quite so impressed by the meaning of a simple phrase. Do you think the parents could do something about this regarding their child's social media? Well, they could try. I mean, I've been in internet privacy and security assemblies at school, and they can't really do much. They could try to share, like, their Facebook account with their child, but I'm pretty sure that it will just make the child more cautious and more careful about, the, about what they say because their parents know what they're posting about and what they're talking about. But it still kind of works in a way. Mm-hmm. Um... Just speaking of social networking sites, which ones do you utilize the most and, like, why? Um, Well, I use Facebook a lot because, you know, like, everybody has a Facebook and it's a great way to communicate with your friends. Um, Yeah. I sometimes normally use Tumblr. Uh, It's, like, a repository for, like, photos and other things. And I use Instagram because everybody just likes posting pictures and stuff, so. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I like Tumblr and Instagram too because, like, it's really simple and it's just like cool photography and stuff. Yeah. Um, have you ever used the hashtag YOLO on any of your social networking sites? Um, I actually haven't, except like I've, I've used it only when I'm trying to explain how stupid it is and how like mm-hmm. silly it sounds. Mm-hmm. Why do you think YOLO is so popular? Because obviously, it's a phenomenon that's caught on very widespread. I'm sure it's one of the most used hashtags on Twitter and it's used all the time on Instagram as well. And now you can actually hashtag on Facebook. So I, I'm sure it's also used there. So when people say YOLO YOLO, why do you think they, it's so popular? Well, I don't know. It's just that like once one of their friends uses it, they like think it's like so cool and they like try to like catch on and like, it's just like a chain reaction, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you happen to know to explain to our listeners, like, the purpose of a hashtag? How, like, there's hashtags on Facebook now and stuff. You know, what, what's the pur- purpose of having hashtags? Um, well, I don't, well, it's just, like, a way to, like, gather all your information in, like, one mm-hmm. hashtag. And it's just, like, a, it's just, like, a way to add a little humor or, like, to your status or your caption. It's, like, if you're on Instagram or something. And, like, mm-hmm. it, it could be really useful, too, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you so much, Alex, for introducing this interesting new spin on peer pressure. It's definitely a lot of fun when we get to talk about topics that I know. Personally, I'm seeing on Facebook all the time and on Instagram, so it seems like a really relevant topic. And thank you so much for introducing us to your new segment, Hashtag. We hope you'll be back. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at bethestarurradio.tumblr.com. And don't forget, don't let others define you. Be yourself. We'll be right back with our economics tune-up reporter, Alex Holocos. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Rachel Glass. And I'm Kylie Kelly. If you're just tuning in to Express Yourself, our topic today is dealing with peer pressure. So we've heard from a lot of great people who have a very interesting insight. And so Alex is our economics tune-up reporter who was at school in Santa Barbara, California. And he did Cal for the fall semester as an econ major. So congrats, Alex, on getting into Cal because it's this very tough university to get accepted into. And today we're going to talk about peer pressure with you. So, hi, Alex. Hi, this is Alex uh, Palacos. Hi. Um, what, did, what were you going to talk about today with money and peer pressure? Well, for peer pressure, today's topic deals with your money and the economics of peer pressure. In particular, I want to look at how peer pressure can have an influence on the way you save or spend your money. For most of us, money is a big issue. We never have nearly enough of it to spend on all the things we think we need and want. So the first thing we do is that we have to make decisions on the best way to spend our money, or maybe even not to spend it at all and save it. We have to make choices, and that is what economics is really all about. Economics is the study of how and why we make decisions between different choices in our lives. In economics, these choices don't necessarily have to be about money. However, for today's topic, let's focus on how peer pressure can influence how we decide to spend our money. Just ask yourself some simple questions, and your honest answers will tell you whether peer pressure has an impact on what you do with your money. Do you buy things that you really need or just things that you want? For example, have you ever bought clothes or any type of shoes that cost a lot more than you wanted to spend, but you did anyways because you wanted to dress like the cool kids? How about cell phones? 
Have you spent too much on the latest smartphone because it's the one that everyone has and you felt like you have to own one to fit in? Did you do this even though you could have bought a much cheaper phone that could do most of the same things as the more expensive one? When you think about it, how much of your money do you spend buying things that everyone else has? Maybe the latest trendy thing. Knowing the answers to these questions can tell you a lot about yourself and perhaps teach some important lessons for the future. Let's face it, we all know it is a smart decision to save money, and it is important to have money saved so we can take care of emergencies or pay for college, and perhaps eventually to buy a car and even a house. But money spent is obviously money that you can't save. So resisting the peer pressure that influences you to spend your money unwisely on expensive fat items will be your first step in making good economic decisions. So Alex, you'd obviously have a lot of your own personal expertise considering that you spend a lot of time being interested in economics. Um, do you have any personal experiences where you think you've possibly accidentally made some of the mistakes that you've talked about or do you think you've always been pretty wise about not spending money on these fat items? Oh, I definitely think I've fallen into the trap more than once. Uh, for example, right now I'm Skyping over an iPhone. <laughs> um, do you have any advice um, on how kids can be more prudent with handling their money? Uh, yes. Well, the best way to be smart with your money is to set goals for saving your money. You need to start getting positive reinforcement for growing your pile of savings. Once you start watching your savings increase, you will, believe it or not, start to resist spending your savings. In other words, you need to start convincing yourself that having money saved is a good thing, which, of course, is. Yeah, um, I think I uh, really, I totally agree with the whole savings thing. That has saved me so much. No pun intended. <laughs> um, <laughs> what um, I personally do is like if anyone has a job or anything, I always put half my paycheck into savings and then just don't touch it. And that, um, like you were saving, like you were saying, um, savings add, adds up so fast. And yeah, then, that's a pretty clever way to do it. Yeah. I definitely need to start implementing savings because <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm as responsible as both of you seem to be with your money and with the items. I do know that I... As soon as the new iPhone came out, I, I, I used all the money that I saved up from tutoring. Not all the money, but some of the <laughs> money I used up from tutoring onto my iPhone. So I definitely am guilty of a lot of the things you talk about. Um, and those are negative decisions. But do you think peer pressure can ever help us make good decisions? That is a really good question. And the answer is a definite yes. A perfect example is energy conservation. There's a lot of peer pressure on people to conserve energy and not to waste it by buying gas-guzzling cars. This leads people to buy cars with really high gas mileage, like the hybrid cars. This not only benefits the buyer of the car, as he or she gets better gas mileage, but society as a whole benefits. Um, I'm really glad um, you brought that up, Kai, and that you talked about that, Alex, because, yeah, peer pressure isn't always a bad thing Like when it comes to something like that, you know? Um, because, you know, the environment is something that's really important right now. And people are um, positively responding to peer pressure regarding that. Um, Alex, it seems that many teenagers don't act in their own economic best interests when managing their money. Um, why do you think that is? You know, I guess the answer is that peer pressure is a really powerful force in the life of a young adult. Probably even for an adult, too. Just because the right decision might be to not buy something and instead save the money for the future doesn't mean that is what one is actually going to do. It all boils down to understanding what we really need versus what we think we need. Probably the best advice I can give is this. The next time you are about to spend your money on some consumer product, be honest with yourself and really decide how much value you will get from buying the product as opposed to saving your money. You might be surprised how good you feel by walking away before you spend your money on something you don't really need. And I guess that's really helpful advice and probably one that I need to take with me the next time that I go shopping or I have a little extra money and I feel like I should spend <laughs> that babysitting money. So I definitely will take your advice into consideration. 
I'm also kind of curious where you get this kind of mindset. Like what helped you develop and help you understand the importance of saving and the importance of resisting peer pressure? Um, I think it's really hard to develop the mindset and it's definitely a lot easier to say on paper than to actually go out and do. Yeah. And something else just about saving money is you never know when you're really going to need it. You know, sometimes, you know, maybe like something will come up and you'll really need money, but sometimes, you know, fun things come up with your friends that are actually really expensive and, um, you know, and then that's the time to break into your savings, you know? And, you know, it's always nice in like, obviously like, or some people are in like a great situation where they get, you know, money from their parents all the time, but not like, like me, you know, I, you know, people aren't always in that position. So it's good to have like some of your own personal money just in case you really want to do something, you know? Yeah, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like teens, like in high school, well, especially going into college, you know, college is very, um, a very expensive, you know, so um, it's good to save up. Um, Alex, how do you think people can become more aware of handling their money? Because some people may not know. Um, I think the best way is to just start uh, rationally thinking about it the next time you go shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Kind of what we brought up before about needs versus wants. Um, that's something I learned in economics. You probably know about that. You know, you don't need everything. Or no, I didn't mean that. You don't, everything you want, you don't exactly need. So also, this I didn't really mention this up before, but to learn more of you to know economic facts, you can obviously always send in your questions to Alex or make sure that you tune in again to express yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. So thanks so much, Alex. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass. And when we return, our fashion forward reporter, Hannah Lee, weighs in on the pressure to be in style, trendy and hip. And And her quote is, you are like a black canvas. None of the greatest artworks were created by two people. During the break, visit our creative community at www.btsya.com. Express Yourself Teen Radio. We'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying us with us here at Voice America Kids. 
Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Kylie Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass. Today our show has focused on dealing with peer pressure, and as we are finding out, peer pressure is everywhere. Hannah Lee, a writer and incoming senior in high school, has strong opinions when it comes to peer pressure. Peer pressure affects what we want to eat, what we want to do, and also how we dress. Hannah writes blog entries and is passionate about the latest fashion trends. And as our Fashion Forward reporter, she also sees many overlaps between peer pressure and fashion. Right, and so Hannah believes that dressing is part of our identity. But when we submit to peer pressure, we also let our identities, and obviously through that, who we are, fade. And so the bottom line of today's message is wear what you want, just like you need to be who you are, and you can't let others dictate how you live. Hi, Hannah. Hi, guys. All right, so to begin, could you give us your own personal definition of peer pressure? Yeah, well, I'm sure a lot of people have their own opinions, but to me, peer pressure is pressure from your immediate or even distant friends to change who you are to fit the, quote, you know, status quo. Um, Yeah, I agree with that definition. Um, How do you see peer pressure affecting high schoolers, like, specifically when it comes to, like, what to wear? Well, I think it definitely affects girls more than it affects guys, which is uh, really unfortunate, but um, it definitely affects like, you know, latest trends or like, you know, the trend to wear skinny jeans or crop tops. And as you get older, it it peaks in um, late middle school and high school, but girls pressure each other to sort of fit in. And this really is dangerous because it forces girls to, you know, not wear what they want to wear and instead wear what the group wants to wear. Can you think of a specific example maybe in your own high school or middle school career that would illustrate uh, an example of where an individual you know possibly wore something that didn't reflect who that person was? Yeah, well, I have a a really close friend actually and she, um, she was very, very conservative and then, you know, this whole like trend, it was last year actually, was to wear crop tops and I don't know those who don't know what crop tops are, they're basically t-shirts that stop at like the midriff so you can see, you know, your belly button and everything. And they're a little bit, yeah, they're pretty revealing. So she she wasn't, wasn't really her personality, but um, she wanted, I don't know, because of everyone was telling her to wear them and all the other girls were wearing them. You know, sometimes it's tacit. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily your friend saying, wear this, wear this, wear this. But if everyone's wearing it, she felt like, you know, she had to wear it. And we, I actually talked to her the other day and she looked back and she said, you know, it was really, I just was frustrated because people perceived me as someone else and it wasn't who I was. And that, you know, really sort of emphasizes what this whole like peer pressure thing does when it comes to fashion and how dangerous it can be. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think also, you know, like everyone like has a different body type. So obviously not everyone can wear, you know, the same trends, which I'm sure like affect like girls, like we were talking like in particular a lot of the time. Why do you think, how can it be like dangerous, like fashion wise to um, fall into peer pressure? Well, as fashion goes, it's really hard. It is really dangerous um, to sort of fall into peer pressure because you're not only changing what you want to wear and your wardrobe, you're actually changing who you are and you're sort of losing your identity, which is the whole dangerous part of peer pressure as an idea. So, you you know, you have maybe, yeah, maybe you change to wear skinny jeans and maybe you change to get, you know, some crop tops and it's just a piece of, piece of cloth. But the bigger picture is that you're not wearing those because you like how they look. You're wearing them because you want to fit in. And in doing so, you're sort of forfeiting who you are. And that's the dangerous part of um, peer pressure when it comes to fashion. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think like clothing wise, it, you know, people should think about it as dressing differently, like would be a good thing, you know, rather than looking like everybody else, you know, you look different and like, you know, you can start your own trend maybe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I totally Mm -hmm. agree. When did you, so you talk a lot about the idea of fashion as an identity. Could you give us a little background on when you came up with maybe this idea or when you started to realize that this was really actually a very big problem that reflected peer pressure? Yeah, well, I have always really loved fashion and I've always loved, you know, buying clothes is always really fun or or mixing um, colors and textures is always really fun, but it goes beyond that. I think, um, and you know what, to be, you know, no one really knows, it's always like a spectrum, like no one knows for sure, like what we wear, you know, 
always defines who we are. Like there are many things that define who we are, but the clothes we put on our body, like the way we present ourselves, that's definitely a huge component of who we are. So as far as fashion being, being an identity, it's, um, it, yeah, it's, it is an identity because it's sort of the way you represent yourself. And, um, when that's threatened by other individuals who are trying to get you to change what you wear to be something else, that's, you know, that's where the whole peer pressure part comes in. Yeah. Um, how, how, what would you tell to like our listeners on how to deal with peer pressure from their friends, like to change what they're wearing already? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, just to stop, um, wearing what your friends are telling you to wear And if you, you know, if you like blue jeans and your friend likes blue jeans, obviously there's going to be an overlap. So I'm not saying get opposite wardrobes. I'm just saying that, yes, it's easy to get inspired by people, but that's different from getting pressured by people. So if your friend is pressuring you to wear, you know, whatever, I think at the end of the day, it's like, is this really me? Like, can I look in the mirror and say, yeah, I feel comfortable in this? Or do you look in the mirror and see someone else? That is what you need to ask yourself. And so just to like reemphasize what you guys had said in the beginning, yeah, you want to wear what you want and um, be who you are. And it sounds really simple, but it's actually a lot to ask. But it is the best way to be happy and to be yourself. That's really good advice. And just to like add on to all the great stuff you're saying, um, also just like what you're comfortable in, you know. Uh, I feel like as long as, like, you feel comfortable, like, in what you're wearing and, like, in your own skin, you know, that's, like, all that matters. And that'll probably show through, too, you know? Yes, definitely. It always resonates, you know, if it's your true, you know, if it's your true style versus if Mm -hmm. you're just, if you're just copying someone. Yeah, totally. And so you seem to be really comfortable now by this point. You definitely understand the importance of representing who you truly are through your clothes. I'm curious, how many personal things with peer pressure in fashion? Do you have any, I, I don't want to say historical precedents, but something that uh, would make you interested in this topic? Yeah, well, it was, okay, so when I was younger, um, it was a lot worse for me because girls always judged me for wearing basketball shorts and uh, zippy pants. They were like the men, they were like the boys' cargo pants, um, and they were really comfortable. Like just, just full disclosure. Um, but I, yeah, I was kind of a tomboy, and but as I've gotten older, or I was a tomboy, but um, girls would always sort of pressure me to wear. I remember this one girl; she had like these rainbow uh, shoes, and she just wanted. She was like, "Okay, you need to wear like rainbow shoes. You need to wear rainbow shoes." And I was like, "Why? They're, they seem so silly. Like, I just want to wear." you know, my tomboy clothes, but all, all these girls actually just kept like yelling at me, yelling at me. And it was, you know, it was really hurtful. And as I've gotten older, I've developed my own style. So no, I don't wear zippy pants still, but I think (laughs) that it was a huge part of my life. And the fact that I had to give that up because I didn't match what my friends wanted me to wear was really, it was really hurtful. Um, so that's why I, I feel strongly about this. I think that you should never have to yeah, you should never change the, who you are for someone else. I think that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I um, totally um, agree with that. I think that's really good that we're talking about that related to peer pressure. Do you have, like, any last tips for dealing with peer pressure? Yeah, I think just really try to be yourself at the end of the day. Um, I know it's a lot to ask, but that's gonna that's gonna that's what's going to make you happy in the end. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we are out of time again. But thanks so much for joining us here on Express Yourself Team Radio. Um, remember just to be yourself. And as always, we want to thank Network Director of Voice America Kids, Perry Damone, for giving us the opportunity to broadcast. And a big, huge thank you and giant hugs to our broadcast director, Bruce, who engineers and directs us weekly. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Rachel Glass, and we want to hear your thoughts, and we want to hear your questions. So email us at be the star you are, teenradio at gmail.com. And check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at bethestarur.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. 
So thank you so much for always tuning in every week. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. It's really been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program on Express Yourself. Thanks again for joining us. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. Find some place you remember. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference.